I was going to try. I tried to put up a blanket behind me, but it wasn't big enough. It wasn't the size. Yeah. So sometimes they don't, sometimes they don't need to necessarily be green. Like pretty sure some like OBS. I'm pretty sure you can designate the color that you want to. Yeah. I don't know why my video is like a video connection is like dipping. Maybe yeah, because I'm here in the garage. Maybe. I think I need to. Are you to Ethernet plugged in? There? No. Should I? <laughs> I'm off Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, no. At the other end of the house. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> Ethernet. is going to be I'm sure your wife's not cool with an Ethernet cable running all the way across. So, so. I know. Well, I can, You'd have to I can get up the in the ceiling. crawl space. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out how to but get that up. Making hole, holes in the wall. That's true. <clears throat> well, we've got plenty in here. So, <laughs> anyways. Getting on to talking points about, you know, like what we were discussing last week, like finding specific points or topics to discuss outside of the yeah. realm of gaming. If you're here for, for gaming, uh, gaming with Chris, I'm sorry, but this is not going to be a gaming episode. <laughs> but I want to have that many fans yet. So. I know. I mean, they're okay. already getting drops on the listens, but I wanted to talk to you about training with training with purpose or training with intent. Because that's one of the things that you as a hockey player, for those of you who don't know Chris, he's an avid hockey enthusiast. Um, yes, sir. It's, it's one of those things that when it, it involves more than just the sport. You kind of have to train for what it is you're trying to do. So what's some of the things that you're doing in order to like train to better yourself for, for that sport? Um, so I... Um I do some stick handling and I, I used to do some running outside of the sport. So, but I'll spend like, you know, I bought a wooden ball to just stick handle at home and practice hand-eye coordination um, and just shoot around in my garage. I have a net that I shoot at and just basically trying to replicate everything outside the sport yeah. while I'm not playing to keep those um, habits. Because one muscle. of the other things that I think you picked up on was, uh, well, Increasing that cardio too. I mean, yeah, stamina, not like, endurance. Yeah, though we're not running during break. I mean, walking <clears throat> yeah. is still an addition to. Yeah, getting in those steps, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's better than nothing. A lot of people they, right? li- yeah. they lead a sedentary life, and I've talked about it before. How um, if you if you sit down at work all day, I mean, when do you get up? When do you go walk? Because more often right. than not, you're sitting down at work all day. Then you go home and you're tired from sitting. So then you sit on your couch yeah, and watch more TV. Yeah, pretty much. Or sit at a computer desk and play video games. Exactly. Or sit at your desk and do a podcast while yeah. you know, us out here, we're standing. We're on the standing desk now. We're mobile. Yeah. We're moving. We're swaying. We have a little bit more motion. Yeah. Working out <laughs> while doing the podcast. You know? Pretty much. I mean, I could get myself like a BOSU ball. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I want to see you do some curls and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have options. Yeah. I wonder if it's, oh. Yeah, my, I think my whole thing is lagging because like my FaceTime camera is on in addition to my webcam. Mm, maybe, yeah. 
But anyways, I digress. So then what about weight training? I mean, is that something that's important when it comes to playing hockey, getting strong, it, getting it them sh- gains? It should be. Now, I haven't really prioritized it that much because it's just beer league, right? It, yeah. Like back in, back in the day when it was competitive, like travel team and stuff like that, you know, we had off ice training, weight training, you know, we did. So is that to like just pretty much beef yourself up if someone's trying to body yeah, just, check you? Yeah, pretty much just be able to hold your ground, you know, build those calf muscles, be sturdy, have sturdy trunks down there. And, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then also when you're in the, bat- in the corners battling for the puck, you know, trying to out muscle someone. Oh, okay. So you're throwing so, them bows. You get a couple elbows going. Uh, th- throwing shoulders and just, you know, um, it's a lot of stick work going on. So you need to be stronger than the other person trying to win the puck out. Does it get pretty aggressive in those corners? I mean, I've never, I've never actually been to a hockey game, I think, ever, except for like mm. my cousin's street hockey. But again, that was like, <laughs> that was like I mean, kids. So yeah, it gets a little feisty down there. And then you know, if two or more, like usually it's a one-on-one battle, but you know, sometimes the defensive team will bring in another player, and then one of our offensive players will go in, and then it'll be there are four guys in the scrum going back and forth, you know, up against the the glass there. Yeah. So it can get yeah, pretty good. intense then, huh? It gets a little feisty, but I mean, that makes makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. I think that, at least for myself, when it comes to like training for, with a purpose, I don't, I was doing like a powerlifting split with the intent of uh, joining the thousand pound club where your, your back squat, your deadlift and your uh, bench pressing numbers all add up to a thousand pounds. Trifecta. Yeah. yeah. And that was actually pretty easy to hit. Like, I, it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hashtag humble brag. I mean, I'm, yeah. Flexing on kids, yeah. huh? Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, if you can, if you can back squat 315 and you can deadlift 405. The yeah. And you can deadlift 405. I mean, your bench doesn't have to be that there. much. So, and those are two movements, at least for me, that I can really get up there easily. So when I started back squatting 405, and then I was already deadlifting 500. I mean, you're essentially, there. I could just bench next to nothing. And yeah, boom, I'm there. already part of the club. So that was, I guess, training with a purpose to, to get to that point. But now I've kind of shifted gears. And I do want to get my cardiovascular up. At least it's something that I notice having two kids. It's like they've got... Having the energy. And- yeah, they've got crazy energy. And yeah. I'm getting winded. Like I'm like, can we sit? Can we read? And they're like, no, we're going to run. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a high school kid actually on my um, silver beer team. Yeah. And uh, he's got energy for days. Just nonstop, always out there. Energizer bunny, man. It's wild. It's like all the old guys. Yeah, the old guys can't keep up, man. Well, because you were talking what about how in, at least in your league, you go like for what, 45 seconds and then you tap out right. and someone else comes in? Yeah. So, well, back in juniors, it was that way on ice. It was 45 seconds to a minute. You go as hard as you can, balls to the wall, and then change. Second line comes out. They go for 45 seconds a minute. Next line comes out. And then they go for 45 seconds to a minute, and then your turn's back up. So you get a two-minute cooldown period, roughly. And you're back out there again. So it's super intense, 45-second shifts. So in the league that you're playing now, you're pretty much beginning to end, kind of? It's like a... A minute and a half, two minute shifts, and it's not necessarily 
go so hard. I mean, it's it's beer league, so they don't really like people take it serious, but not like it's not, you know, super competitive. Yeah, it's, it's just people are out there to play fun. We all have work the next day, right? So <laughs> no one's trying no to one wants to get injured. Yeah. yeah, no one's trying to take somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. So and well, one of the things that you also kind of looked into or you heard about was hit training, was it? Yeah, right. High intensity something. There you go. That's yeah. it. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Training, yeah. Learn yeah, no, acronyms. I, yeah, there was like one of those uh, day 30 channels, day challenges um, that I was looking at maybe trying to do. And so then to that. clarify for some of the people who don't know about hit training, is that like CrossFit? Sure. I, I have no <laughs> idea. It no. was like, it, <clears throat> yeah, you, you know more than I do, so. Yeah, to clarify for anybody listening, high intense interval training pretty much is training the way that Chris had just mentioned when playing hockey in what was it, the junior leagues or silver? Right. Um, you pretty much go as hard as you can. You can take running, for example, where if you're running around a track or that straight, I don't know how far that straight is. Um, you go like balls out as hard as you can so your heart's gonna explode in your chest within reason consult a doctor if you feel like the left side of your body's going numb clearly stop but for that one straightaway you go balls out and then as soon as you go around the bend you just walk or you can take a slight jog like it's literally extremely high intense it's like a bipolar type of training pattern right so and you could implement that with anything could be running could be swimming you know one lap you just swim like crazy or if you're on the stairmaster for those of you who do gym equipment you can just kick it up to like level 10 and run on those stairs so there's a lot of different things you can do but is that something that you would just do on the home front or you would you have to look into going to a gym or i mean crossfit kind of is the same um um i mean i i would probably just do it on my home front or what i could do at my home front probably modify it you know i mean it, it like i said it's it's just beer league but i still want to play like i still want to do well i'm as we touched on earlier i play to win right? like, <laughs> i'm out there playing and i'm time out there yeah have fun but also want to win there's um, a there's a level of competitiveness right yeah i go out there and lose well i don't <laughs> but um yeah i mean the i think that 30 day hit challenge from what i could tell i only looked like a couple days in but it looked like it was all stuff they could do at home like high knees burpees squats and stuff like that yeah so easy stuff that you just go as hard as you can for 15 minutes or whatever you do one minute rest between the sets and just do like 20 of each or something 20 seconds or and where'd you find this is that was it like on the gram or was it just on an email uh so i went to the uh, hockey players reddit sub okay and one of the side links had a um like a workouts that you can do when you're not playing hockey and it was just a 30-day hit challenge i think dare derby or something like that yeah so yeah no it was just one of those like oh 30-day ab challenge 30-day hit challenge that kind of stuff but okay more so then when it comes to i don't know like implementing these types of training schemes at least when it comes to bodybuilding like i always tell people to side on the air caution because Whenever you switch it up, you can easily injure yourself. Like that's where injury tends to derive from is doing something completely out of the norm. Um, how is that like with a sport like hockey? Because 
you're training so random and you're in your sport. It is such random movements. It's not yeah. as coordinated as just doing a bench press or something like that. So do you right. find whenever you implement different types of training that you don't really suffer that kind of prone to injuryness or I don't know that like something that someone new to something would they'd be like, Oh my God, I can't even walk. Um, so I mean, it for me, it's like riding a bike. Like, it's all that muscle memory is still there yeah. from when I played youth and and stuff like that. Um, however, when I did start to like start running again to get back into it a little bit, try and build that cardio up. Uh, you know, they say don't push yourself. <laughs> like, they're always like, oh, just jog or you know, you know, do half of what you think you want to do first. Yeah, but uh, but you play for keeps, so. Yeah, and I ran that mile, and I shouldn't have ran that mile, and I, <laughs> you know, I pushed it to, I I think the first time I did it was like nine minutes or something, and like next day, man, super sore, <laughs> just it's just not the same, not, yeah, not what I'm used to. So, uh, definitely take it easy. <laughs> Don't just go willy nilly and crazy, um, <laughs> and stretch. That was the most important thing for for me was stretching. Like I do it before every game now. Where I didn't used to do it, and it's helped a ton. Yeah, from, like getting cramps or, or a hamstring issue or anything. Like that. Well, the same goes for bodybuilding. I mean, I don't necessarily stretch. Like I'll stretch through the movement with lighter weight. Right, right. The like warm up. Yeah, the warm up is key because you'll feel wrecked at like halfway through your workout, or even the next day, you have a hard time with it. So yeah, definitely taking it easy. <clears throat> definitely. I mean, side on the air caution and listen to your body if, you, if you're doing this stuff for the first time. I mean, we're not all elite level athletes over here like, like my man Chris, but... Oh, okay. What's that elite <laughs> level? But yeah, I think that, you know, for anybody out there who's looking into doing some type of hit training, definitely peruse the Reddits or Google this stuff yeah. yourself. I mean, there's, there's so much help of, out there now. Yeah, there's plenty of programs and you can do this in your own home gym. You can do this at home. Well, I I just said home gym, so. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, do you can do this at a gym or you can do it at home. So there yeah. you go. That's what I meant. And I mean, you you don't have to follow it T by T, but as long as you're doing something, right? Yeah, it's always better than nothing. So. No, nah, I totally agree. Well, right on, Matt. I want to thank you guys for taking your time to listen to this podcast. Thank you to the man Chris for stopping by yes, yet again, Mister Regular over here, and. <laughs> As always, till next time, you guys. See ya. Later, man.
What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. (laughs) Here again with the man, Chris, the man, the myth, the legend. You guys can find him just in real life, I guess. I mean, we're we're through you. Yeah, he's he's not really on the social meds, so I kind of wanted to talk about that today. Um, One of the things that I'm noticing is people kind of ditching social media, Um, not necessarily 100% altogether, but deleting it from their devices. Hmm. I don't know. I know. Uh, I've seen definitely a lot of my friends stuff, not like, and also me as well. Uh, get rid of Facebook. Yeah, like I have a, a Facebook account, but I don't. I don't even have the app or anything like that. Like I hardly check it. It's only if you know someone something. Else. Okay, check this out. Yeah. Once my notifications get like in the double digits, then it's like Ooh. okay, well maybe I ought to Humble take brag. a look. No, I mean, it takes time to get there. the ones from your mom don't count. All right, man. <laughs> it takes time to get there. But more often than not, it's just like friend recommendations. Yeah, yeah. And I find that the only thing that's interesting about opening Facebook nowadays is just, oh, look at this post that you did like seven years ago. Or or it's people linking stuff off of Reddit that, you know, we already see. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, just uh, old news. I mean, yeah. I, whenever I see posts like that and people are getting like all hype over posts on, on Facebook, it's like. I saw that last week. Like you guys, yeah, you're late, late to the party, man. Yeah, you guys literally have no to G. go to Reddit first. Yeah, or they're taking memes and and stuff from Reddit. Yeah, and posting it like it's original content. Yes, been done before. Not fooling me. So to kind of explain, I guess what the premise of this is for those of you who don't know, it's it's something that I saw on YouTube. A couple of big YouTubers were coming out saying that they're saying goodbye to social media. And not necessarily from their lives, but from their cell phone devices that a lot of times, myself included, find ourselves just checking the phone all the time. Is there a notification? Is there new content? Did somebody post something? Somebody send me something? Do I need to post something? And it builds a subtle level of anxiousness or anxiety. And a lot of times, at least with Apple, I don't know if you have an Apple yourself, an iPhone. I do. But oh, I probably should have known that, but uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. So when it comes to the iPhone on Sundays, I've been getting updates like on screen time. And huh. I guess I was passively doing this already, but I started noticing like my screen time decreasing. And it's like, oh, you're like using your phone 33% less than you did last week. And it's like, hey, wow, that's pretty cool. And eventually that's a significant amount. It is. I can't remember the last time I posted to Instagram. I've been getting messages like, hey, where you at? Like, everything all right? Because, you know, Mm. people, apparently they want you to come back. But (laughs) just like you said, uh, Facebook was definitely the first. And I think that's because the app, in my personal opinion, has just become lame. I'm not really interested in it anymore. But there are some like Instagram where I still want to see content. But now I feel like these stories are becoming too long. Like I'm just watching stories and just tapping through them like really quick. Like, come on, let's, this is not interesting. Right. And so the one, I guess I only have two that really consume a majority of my time and it's Reddit and it's YouTube. I don't tweet. I'm not on Twitter and I don't do the whole Snapchat thing. Although I have it, but I don't use it. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I probably use my phone 80% of the time for Reddit. I uh, like uh, I don't uh, or texting my friends, right? Yeah. Those are the two main things that I, I that I use my phone for. Um 
I do have Snapchat, but I mean that's only to check out stuff that my brother or oh, close checking friends out stuff. then. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know whatever they're up to or whatever like friday nights or whatever saturday nights and they go out party and see what they're doing you know yeah, right because yeah. i'm they're all on the east coast so i'm out here alone so it's nice to be able to see what they're doing or whatever they're having a fun time yeah and back some stuff or like that was our old spot that we went to or stuff like that um so that, that's nice to have snapchat for i don't really post anything on snapchat but it's nice seeing my friends are up to yeah um and then yeah, it's just Reddit pretty much. I don't. The, I I do have Twitter, but only to follow pretty much the cap stuff. Oh okay. But yeah, that that seems to be a better source caps information. So then you already weren't heavy into the social media game, at least. Uh, I on Twitter a little bit when I started streaming. Okay. Trying to get out there a little bit more. I'm yeah. just following people in the gaming circles that you know would help me out stuff like that, but. Once I stopped streaming, I pretty much only use Twitter now for caps information. So. Yeah. Twitter was an, an app that I never quite grasped the concept of in the beginning. And maybe because, you know, I'm part of an older generation. I'm not part of that millennial crowd. You know, <laughs> just sliding that one in there for you. Oh, but okay. yeah. <laughs> it, to me, it seemed like something like, hey, listen to me kind of app. Yeah. Like you just shout. what I'm up to. Yeah, you're shouting. But it's not kind of what like, Instagram is too, though. Well, Instagram's, hey, look at me. Oh, yeah. Okay, slightly different. And then I feel I like you can do that in Twitter. Well, and Reddit, not Reddit, sorry, but and Instagram is one of those things. Like I really tried to get you in on it because I was all about it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, they got all the dank memes and everything like that. Little did I know, I was talking to like a hardcore, vested, redditor. <laughs> so anything and everything that I could bring up, meme wise, you're like. Yeah, okay, grandchild. Same. Let me tell you yeah, what's up. <laughs> I mean, just because Reddit gets everything first and then everyone, everyone rips off of whatever's being put on Reddit, right? Yeah. So, Or, I mean, some stuff goes to Instagram first, right? There's stuff I, I haven't I bring up. But... I mean, maybe. But I think, you know, um, it's not, if it I wasn't even one. an app first. A website like Reddit has yeah. been around, like, in the trenches, building its foundation with its followers and with its users so even then you find on the reddit threads when new people are coming in yeah and i mean it's, it's like, a front page of the internet yeah so there you go and I, I i find that it's pretty it's pretty easy to kind of ditch those other social media apps i'm curious when maybe in 2019 or if ever i'll not stop looking at reddit or stop looking at youtube but eliminate it from my phone and just do I it when I'm at my desktop. I, I definitely think that we are getting to a breaking point of like, well, at least I feel, and maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I feel like for me, it is definitely becoming a breaking point. Like where as just a couple of years ago, you know, you're always on your phone, you're always checking stuff. You're always constantly Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, whatever. Yeah. Now it's just like, trying. Like I feel like I'm trying to live more in the moment, right? Like it's, I don't know. I'll check Reddit when there's some downtime, but when my wife comes home and stuff, now it's like I put my phone down. Like, yeah. Kind of hang out with her and watch TV or whatever. And it's less about what else is going on around. Just live in my own little bubble. And I think that the thing that for me, much like you just said about, you know, spending time with your wife as soon as she comes home, um, I was noticing like as my kids are getting older that they're starting to act up or what I perceive as acting up is really just calling for attention. Like, stop looking at your phone. 
pay yeah, attention pay to attention me. to me yeah so i made it i made a choice that when i was getting home and it sounds kind of sad but maybe to a younger generation they they'll understand an older generation is probably going to be like you shouldn't have been that way to begin with yeah but i made the conscious decision that when i get home the phone is just put down that's it i'm right. with these kids from when i get through the door till they're asleep and then I'll get on my phone. Is that why their bedtime's at 5 p.m.? Or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 6.30, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we try to get started at 6.30. But that's a uh, whole other topic about, you know, when you cross that threshold and you yeah. introduce children, the joys of children into your life, you're going to find that um, structure <laughs> is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I, put, I put it like that. But, yeah, structure You're going to run a little, boot, a little boot camp? <laughs> Well, I mean, we try to stick to like the same habits, right, like right, pick up your right, toys, right. it's time to brush your teeth, go to bed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it, that is definitely one of those things that like the phone was just becoming a problem. And and sometimes even the television, like when I get home, the TV is just for stuff that they want to watch. It's cartoons right. or whatever. I don't watch anything that I want to watch until everyone's <laughs> asleep. <laughs> then toss on that Netflix. <laughs> I know. Even my son, he's like, I don't want to watch your show. <laughs> okay. I can't All right, well. Either we watch my show and you're going to act up, you know, yeah. or we or watch we'll your watch. show. So it's it's been a pretty easy decision. Like after I've settled into it, it took like probably a good couple of days to get used to the idea of not reaching for my phone. But I can definitely agree with those, I guess, I'm not sure if they're like legit studies, but the claims that the level of anxiety sort of goes down when you stop. Yeah, my wife actually broke her phone last week, and she hasn't gotten a new one yet. Really? Um, yeah, and I don't, like, at first I was like, how can you do that? How can you, like, be so long without a phone? But, yeah. I mean, she was, she's not into Reddit as much as I am or, you know, being on her phone. Um, but my first thought is go pick up a new phone that day that it broke. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been mine too back in the day. Yeah, yeah, she's been pushing through and just using my phone to like uh, talk with her mom and stuff, or using her email and stuff at work. So yeah, we've actually been able to talk. Like I just email her now at work, and she hits me right back. It's actually quicker because it's right there on on her desktop when she's working, right? Yeah. Where if it's on her phone, she doesn't see the text message or whatever, then it sits there. But she actually replies quicker on email. I remember when the like at that point, man, I'm super congested. On that point, when sending emails, when the iPhone first came out, I think that they were charging for text messages, like you only had a certain amount. This was before the whole Apple to Apple thing. Right, unlimited. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, yeah. So to get around that, or no, it wasn't to get around that. It's like I had a phone, but the people I was talking to or texting, they didn't have an iPhone. Gotcha. And so I would just shoot it via email. Because now I can email from my phone. And they would still get it and be able to get it without. Yeah. But I don't think the phone had like, I don't, it's hard to remember how quickly the response time was. I don't know if the push notification was there yet or if I had to open the app every single time. Right. I I can't remember now back to the first (laughs) edition iPhone, but I don't really know what I would do if, if my phone were to break. Cause it's been on like, not running the best, but I ha- yeah. have no desire to get another one. They're so expensive. Yeah. 
they're sending me like something like, oh, you can buy one and it'll be like $200 a month. Yeah. You can have the newest iPhone. And it's like, still, that's expensive. We're talking car payments here. Yeah. I think because um, we, we we took a look, quick look at them and it was like, I think the XR, the XS are like the newest iPhones. And the XS, I think, is the most expensive one. And that's like $1,200. Crazy. Yeah. And it was like, oh, $80 a month for two years. I remember when and the laptop it, was 1200 Yeah. Yeah, right? Like an and Apple uh, laptop. I mean, clearly there are ones that are less, but. Right. It's crazy. So it's so much. And, and then the XR was $800. You don't you, get that big of an up. Yeah. It's like all these like mediocre, kind of like yeah, almost like cars. Like, oh, you want air conditioning? It's like $500. <laughs> oh, you want power windows? Okay, that's an extra four hundred. So they're trying to nickel and dime you with all these little itty bitty features, rather than when like the iPhone first came out. It's like this is it. This is all you get. You get everything. Yeah, for three hundred dollars. And then they changed it. And it's like okay, well, we got one with a bigger hard drive, and yeah, we, one with yeah. a smaller. Got like a, it, at first it was like an eight and a sixteen gig, and now what? Well, we're almost up to a terabyte in these phones. Yeah, the the one that well the XR one i think we looked at had 200 and like their biggest model was like 264 gigabytes wow. and that's crazy and even that's a then lot of data. isn't there a terabyte micro sd card oh uh, yeah i think you can add in one, so. so you can you can put that into like a samsung or these phones yeah. with with sd slots yep that's pretty wild i don't know how many pictures or how much video you're taking lots apparently <laughs> That's like movies worth. Like a movie is three gigabytes. So <laughs> I know you have like roughly, roughly. you have like your whole movie library just on your device yeah, at all times. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of information, man. But yeah, yeah, when it comes to these phones, when it comes to social media, I just I think I think I'm I'm seeing and I'm I'm definitely agreeing with what you're saying about it reaching that breaking point, it reaching that like just. We're at Dude, that level. Less, less about them. Yeah. Because, I mean, it wasn't that long ago when it's like, you know, the MySpace days and it was like everybody's signing up and putting all their personal information out there. Yeah. And now we're just continually pumping and feeding that digital machine, like feeding it content because we also want to consume content. Right. And then it's like, well, why? <laughs> I'm missing out on so much now. Yeah. Like if you ever go to concerts now these days, it's everyone's got phones out. Yeah, like you're you're more worried about getting the right shot or or getting all the action than actually being there. So yeah, I went to um, this is another low key mild flex, I guess, but uh, we grabbed Jocko's for dinner last night. Woo! Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, it was delicious. It was amazing. If you guys ever visit Napomo? Go yeah. to Jocko's. If anybody's ever heard of Napomo, that I'm sure they've heard of Jocko's. <laughs> And so I'm there. I'm a local. I just walk in. I, I go to get my food. But I see people next to the barbecue grill with their phones, like, recording it. Like, literally recording meat being cooked. Um. So I have to admit to I was one of those people when I first went there. You did but that? It's, it's, I, oh, I didn't take a video. I took a photo of, like, the grill and the cooking <laughs> all that meat. It's unique. You don't see that every day. Like, that's not, like, a normal thing at a restaurant. So... <laughs> It was just I had to show it off to my my dad and my brother who are big steak guys. Oh really? How do they do it? Like, I mean that's a whole another talking point in itself. But 
I mean, yeah, it's definitely something that I find interesting. It's like, enjoy the experience, enjoy the restaurant, you know, even taking pictures of our food. I'm guilty of that myself. Right. And we talk about other generations, like the older generation, they're like, well, why do you take a picture of your food? I don't understand that. And it is like a a low key or a mild flex in a sense. Right. That's basically what you're you're showing off. Yeah. Look at what I'm eating. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, good tonight. Yeah. So anyways, I don't know if any of you guys out there are interested in uh, taking that dive, but it's something that I would encourage people to maybe think about trying, even if it's for just a week. Just, yeah, or just dialing dialing back a little bit. Yeah. And you don't have to start full force, like deleting apps cold turkey. Not everybody can do that. There's no patch. There's no, you know, Nicorette uh, <laughs> for social media. But I think that... There needs to be. Yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I think that maybe deciding something small, like when you're home, like put your phone, leave it at the front door or leave it with your car keys. And just focus spending time with your significant other, with your family, with your kids. I mean, whatever it may be, by yourself, with your cat. You know, if you, I'm sure you have cats, so. Wow, am I, are you, am I a cat person? Or was that? <laughs> I mean, I'm talking, to the, I'm talking to the people. But, I mean, I guess right. if this resonates Is that your demographic? You know, they got cats? Cat folk, men with cats. Yeah. I'm not saying cat <laughs> ladies, but grown men with cats. If you have cats have and cat, dogs. By the way. Yeah, if you have cats and dogs, I think I saw a Reddit thread, like, what's the weirdest standoff that's ha- ever happened between them? Because <laughs> you have two uh, completely different. Yeah, species. But, yeah. So, again, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this. I want to thank Chris again for coming back. He's, like, a regular now. I'm going to have this guy in the in the, in the the title of the show pretty soon. But... <laughs> So, yeah, as always, you guys, thank you for taking the time. Until next time, see ya. Peace out. Right on, man. Boom. That was number two. Wow. Two done. It's going pretty good. So, the video is still janky on my end. Yeah, I can can still see it chopping a little bit. Really? Or at least on my end. But I don't know if that's Discord or if it's just... Are you, you're on Ethernet though, right? Yeah, I'm plugged in. But we remember, I don't know if I told you, but we tried to cancel cable. Oh, that's right. So, you think they're like throwing you like a speedball where it's like, like you got throttling, throttling my yeah. shit. Well, we ended up, we ended up downgrading our internet like speed wise. And I don't know if that's fucking with it a little bit.